Welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my always co-host, Tina. How are you today? I'm nice and dry now, Rob. It's been a wet day outside. It has. It's been crazy rain. And I heard tomorrow is the same. Oh, no, really? Yeah, I heard tomorrow is going to be a crap ton of rain as (laughs) well. At least that's what it says. One more day. Yeah, I guess it's just tomorrow. Tomorrow, um, oh, maybe just tomorrow morning, like Mm, well before you're out of the door. (laughs) What was that? Did you say just before 12 is when it's going to be raining? No, no, no. Just before you're out of the door. No. Okay. Yeah. Like, no, actually before I'm out of the door, like four in the morning. So good. I don't know. I lost you for a second. I think you blipped and I didn't hear you. Oh yeah. So we're going to talk soulmates because I thought it was an interesting conversation. Um, I threw it up on my Facebook and I had some people actually say some things about it where, which were kind of (laughs) more interesting that people actually said something and they had the very different views of how, (laughs) <laughs> what a soulmate is, I guess. And I think well, I'm just using the technical term. Should we give the definition of a soulmate? Yeah, give the definition because I think it's pretty self-explanatory. Yeah, a person ideally suited to another as a close friend or romantic partner. A soulmate is someone who stirs your soul when you meet them, a kindred spirit, an intensely deep connection that seems to supersede linear time. When you meet them, it's like you've known them before or already. Oh, there you go. So, yeah, I, I, I put kindred I spirit in. We were talking about that earlier. It's part of the definition. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And, well, that's good because um, a buddy of mine, uh, he, an old wrestler friend of mine, said that uh, he thought that, that, you sh- sharing souls is kind of a whole nother thing. Obviously I think he looks at it on like a much more metaphorical level of like actual souls mm-hmm. and where he, and he even said after that, he was like, yeah, you what you mean is kindred spirits. And yeah. And, and I kind of agree with him to a degree. I think most of it is just saying that like you're finding the one, the one that just obviously is like blows your mind and, you do feel like you've known them forever or, or they just, they just belong. But is there just one? Cause soulmates, I mean, now that we're older, we see that people needed to be in our, our lives for different reasons. And not that one is technically more important than the other. It's whatever they came into our lives to do and then stuck around. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of why I wanted to go down this road. I I think because I think some people would argue, yes, that they're totally real and that there is someone that only one that belongs to you. Because Mm -hmm. I had another person who is who they found the one 
they said, now this one was, it says, my outlook on soulmates changed when I met my current boyfriend. I truly believe that someone becomes our soulmate as we fall in love with them. They start to bring out the best in you and you truly change your perspective on love. So in that case, along with my friend Terry, who said something that kind of goes along the line of my other friend, she says, do they really exist or do we create them? I think those both kind of walk hand in hand. She's saying that your soulmate, you find out it's your soulmate as you go. You know, you're, you're, I don't know. You're, I, don't know. I, I uh, have over, over the course of my life, there have been people that have come into my life and stuck. They just were there. It wasn't, wasn't even on a romantic level. Although I have mm-hmm. had that on a romantic level as well, but it seemed like they were just a missing piece of my life. And they came in and they stuck and they've been there ever since. But I don't necessarily think that it it's just one person. Yeah. I Maybe mean, it's one person you fall in love with. But I believe yeah, that I mean, we're all put on this earth together for a reason and to learn things from each other as souls do. And... I don't know. I just kind of believe that that there's more than one and there's more than one reason for somebody to be that close to you. Yeah, I mean, I I see it from a lot of sides. I think that, again, like on that, it said that it's not just romantic. You can have a soulmate Mm -hmm. that's that's just a friend that that means that much to you. So, yeah, maybe there's maybe there is something to that to where you're you're. uh, you're connected so much that you, you know, you belong and it doesn't have to be this, you know, boyfriend or girlfriend thing. Mm -hmm. The, I think the argument to that would be, you know, people who've been together 70 years, you know, like that you, that has to be something on such a higher level. Now I think again, making your soulmate is, is that longevity. Maybe it's that fighting for that because you know that they belong to you or with you. I don't know. I think it's a, it's a very, um, I don't want to say slippery slope, but it's definitely a, a different way of looking at, you know, who it is you think you're supposed to be with. I don't know. It's, it's, I think it's kind of weird because down the line, we've all fallen in love with somebody or, falling in lust with somebody you know i i don't know that's for me though that's different like it it takes a little bit of time for that to happen i think that as i've gone through my life and had people in it that were supposed to be in it that was instantaneous that was something like they were put there to be with me and they're with me um falling in love though that's that is something you have to um kind of feed you know you have to make that happen but i don't necessarily think that it's a that it's a um it's a i don't know it's for me there's been people in my life that i could honestly say have been a part of my life they've been a part of me they've been a part of who i am and uh the the connection is definitely real and mm-hmm. the the love between us is definitely real, whether it's romantic or not, is a totally separate situation. But there's there seems to be nothing that could break that bond. 
but with a romantic partner, that's a different, that's a different type of thing. And I think that they're both soulmates, but one is making somebody the one. I don't think there's ever just one person in your life that you're going to love unless you've started like not at our age because we're both single again and we've had romantic relationships. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. I think that I think that the romantic ones, the ones that are soulmates, those are are a different type of thing. But you have to feed both relationships, both types of relationships for it to keep Mm -hmm. going. For sure. Uh, for sure. Uh, but I think that there are people that, like you said, are maybe just meant to be in your life for whatever reason. And and through hills and valleys, you find yourself always going back to this person or always finding them or, you know, mostly at, at, as you get older, obviously, there's many hills and many valleys. And then you find yourself... Um, you know, married and not being able to see these people for years, years and years. Mm-hmm. And then you find yourself divorced Going right and back to them down this line. Yeah. Where they're like, they're, they're just always there. And, and mm-hmm. I believe that there is something like that for sure. I just don't know what to call it. I don't know if I would call it soulmates, but to me that is, the the word that we use and like mm-hmm. i said my friend uh my friend jack stead he uh he said it kindred spirits so you know i think they're interchangeable um because i don't think that you ever give your soul i think that is no. kind of metaphorical you know well, look at me and you rob i mean who would have thought in in looking at our lives together we've played some major roles in each other's lives for each other and never had a romantic interest, but it seems like we always come back around and we, we pick up where we left off. Yeah. And it's always supposed to be a soul in my life. I would say so. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, there's no doubt after 20 something years or 30 years now, right? Over 30. Um, Yeah. It's over 30. Yeah, we, we find our way around back to each other and mostly at like very opportune times, like mm-hmm. where yeah. where it's like you, you kind of have to find your your uh, when we're we definitely needed somebody, mm-hmm. you know, definitely like, you know, during my divorce, you were there to rush me off to a, a high school reunion. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it was just I agree with that. And I think that, again, you're meant to be there, obviously, because we keep we keep going through this pattern of of making sure that we we check in on each other or see each other or whatever it is that that brings us back to this. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I mean, definitely, I I would say I I would definitely say we are kindred spirits on a lot of weirder levels as well, because we (laughs) we have we have some always have to be weird, Rob. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I mean, we have these. We definitely have a a, a similar sense of humor, um, mm-hmm. um, you know, and we can talk mostly to each other, and we have no issue kind of throwing things to the wind and, and oh, just going. Yeah, like, we leave all the details in the conversation for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't leave out much, you know, and 
No. I think that that is, that is a solid thing, you know? And, and we still like each other. <laughs> There's <yeah>. no judgments. <laughs> well, and, and also because I think that that is just kind of who we are. You know, mm-hmm. we've, I've said it to you a bazillion times and several other people that if you really knew everything about your friends, you wouldn't be friends with them. You know, we all have a, we all have a small box in each of us that we lock something up that you make sure that either you're not comfortable with, or you just feel it's not for everyone to know. But I think we have, I think there's much that I don't tell you though. That's what I mean. There's a, it's a very small, minute box. Because we know know that. I think that we're also very open as people in our normal lives. Like not, I think I'm more guarded on this podcast than I am in person. Like the things that will come out of my mouth in person are way more um, intimate than something I would say here. I I want that to change. But when I'm talking to you, I know who's judging me. I know who's hearing me. I know Mm -hmm. who's, you know. On the podcast, though, I'm like, I didn't know that person was even listening. And I found out like 30 episodes in and I was like, oh, shit, what do they know now that I didn't tell them? Mm-hmm. You know, sure. so it's a- I, I think that's happened with me for sure for here. I'm sure people have listened <laughs> and I probably said something and they were like, I can't believe you think that way. Yeah, and, I, I don't know, think I mean, anybody's surprised on my end, though. <laughs> no, probably not. But, no. I, but I definitely think that people who know you on a much more personal level, when we talk about something and you don't bring something up, they're probably more like, well, that's what wrong with her. Like, she talks about yeah, everything. <laughs> like, I can't believe she didn't say something about this or or, you know, she didn't say she disagreed where I thought she would have or, you know, something to that nature. I think it was me with me. It was more like, I mean, most people who really, really knew me who listened to this, they know, like, I just say what the hell I want to. And I will worry about the back end later Mm because it's that's that's just being, you know, who it is. But and, you know, that also comes to being a soulmate. Like you have to be able to if you think you have a soulmate or a kindred spirit, either one. Well, we'll use the words as the same. You should be able to say anything and there, there, there can be a reaction and there can be anger really, but you still should be that the person that comes around and says, Hey, and, and both of us can, we can agree to disagree. Sometimes you have to step back and go, if that's the worst shit that you're ever going to say, all right, we, I can, I can live with that. And And I think that that's the bigger thing with soulmates when it comes to relationship stuff, mostly, you know, intimate relationships. If you think that this person's the one, I mean, I mean, the one, you know, you'll you'll look at their darkest, deepest, horrible shit that they've told you that they've done. And if you're okay with that and go, okay, I can live with that. And, you know, if we need to nurse that or get therapy over it or talk about it every day just to make sure it's a level playing field. So no one gets hurt over something that's being a soulmate. That's being able to say, look at our darkest hour and our worst thing that we've said, you know, I still love you to death and and I would do anything for you. That to me is a, a, a soulmate, someone that you can, no matter what it is, no matter how much you've hurt me, I can look back and go, 
yeah, it's, I, I, I see why it happened and yes, I'm angry and, and they know it, but we've, we've leveled the playing field again and say, okay, let's, we know we're more than this. That's my definition. I believe that on a romantic level, when you have a soulmate, it's somebody that you have to love beyond how they are or their imperfections or things that they've gone through. You need to be able to love them through all of that. You need to be able to hear it. You need to be able to live it with them, uh, go through whatever it is they're going through. And at the end, just not have any judgments towards them. You have to be still be there to say, hey, you did it. You got through it. Whether you agree with somebody or not, being a being a soulmate means that you're completely supporting the person that you love. Mm-hmm. And that totally. doesn't mean that doesn't mean just financially that we're talking more of like on a, on a heart level, on a, an emotional level, exactly. you, know, you have to be able to hear everything they have to say and you got to be able to be okay with it. For sure. I, I agree. And if you can't be okay with yourself, you're not going to be able to do that with even a soulmate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's a lot of, there's, there's a lot of inner self before you can be share your soul or your kindred spirit. Mm -hmm. Like you have to be okay with who you are as a person and go, look, this is me. And, and you know, yes, I have faults obviously to lots of degrees. We all have them. Yeah. Um, But I'm willing to work through every single thing to make sure that, you know, we can move on and, and continue this, relationship or friendship. I mean, on that level, you know, um, Mm -hmm. we've, we've done this 68 times. I think I don't recall. I haven't looked, but I think 68 times. Yeah. We've done the podcast 68 times. And I think we've probably disagreed a few, um, but not to the degree of been like, I can't believe Tina said that. I just was like, yeah, okay. I, I, yeah, I can understand. I know what's going to come out of my mouth and it's never going to be. Right. But I think that that, <laughs> that just goes, shows the level of like where our friendship is. It's like, yeah, we're, we're not going to agree hundred percent. There's just, there's no way. And, and we've even talked about, we have to have more people on who don't agree with us because we do agree on a lot of things and, and for a show that we give our opinion on. You know, but <laughs> you got the love, you, the respect, and the support, though, hasn't oh, wavered, sure. no matter what our mm. opinion is. Exactly. And that's, well, that's true of a kindred spirit or of a soulmate. You have to have mm-hmm. that that sense of um, support. Sure. And acceptance. I, I agree. Yeah, because yeah. we're we're we are sharing our soul with a lot of people mm-hmm. through audio, but we've also we share stuff before we go on here mm-hmm. to to entertain or give our opinion so yeah i mean like you know I, I like that most of the time when we come on here we come up with an idea and we just go with it and we we talk out what we're maybe going to talk about but we don't give our full opinion because we talk about what it is like whatever it is mm-hmm. comes up comes up and at the end it's like oh cool that that was 45 minutes of of what we non rehearsed talk. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. just think that that's, that's great. And 
soulmates, true soulmates, mostly romantic soulmates. I think that that's the, the biggest thing. Communication, and we've talked about it in relationship shows before. The only way you can have a soulmate is that you communicate through everything. And I would say I, I think it's more than communicate because I've found that I could communicate with people and they could communicate with me differently than what they could even deal with their own, you know, spouse. They can't tell the same things or they get judged or there's there's repercussions for it. Where mm-hmm. with with me, a lot of times people say, I'm telling you this because I you're not going to get mad or you're not going to judge me or you're not going to say something. I think that is very important when you have people in your life, especially people that are close to you, that you give them. Um, you give them a a place where they could be completely honest without judgment, because so many times, especially with with like boyfriends, girlfriends, marriages and stuff, you expect a person to be a certain way. And then when they're not, you have a problem with it. But if you're truly a soulmate, if you're truly somebody that loves them, you have to love past all of that. Mm -hmm. And that's what makes that ultimate connection. Correct. And and that's kind of what I was going to say as well. Like you have to look at the, um, like when I say communicate as well, I, I kind of think of like when I say you have to communicate through everything, like a soulmate, mm-hmm. you, you understand you can communicate through touch, through, uh, emotion, through sharing certain things through, you know, uh, verbal communication. Through when sex. you find, yeah, that's exactly, there has to be, it's, it's everything. It's that mm-hmm. one thing where you just kind of go, this is the one that, I, and I hate to say it, I hate to sound like that uh, rom-com guy, but the the one where you can say, look, uh, this is someone that I think I can be with forever. And, and look, we, we all know what the reality of a lot of that is. Like, look, we live in a world of divorces and and um, people who and break up all gone the through. time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's just uh, some people are meant to come through your life for whatever reason. And continue on to something else mm-hmm. where you find maybe you find your soulmate <laughs> going through well, I, many of those. I believe that that your ex was your soulmate for a time because you needed to have your son there. There needed to be that transition in your life that created what it did. Just like I feel like my ex is definitely a soulmate uh, to the point where I don't think we're going to not be friends because there's a reason that we were brought together. It just changed um, the role that we both have in each other's life. But do I, do I believe he was, he is a soulmate for me? Absolutely. He's been through too much. He, he's, he knows everything there is to know. I mean, we were together so long. There's, there's nothing that he didn't know. We just are going separate directions now in our lives. But is there another soulmate for me? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would go along with that. I, I think that there's there's definitely uh, there's someone out there for everyone. I, I think that, you know, regardless of how broken you think you may be or or damaged or weird, because I think that those would be like some of the things that people um, 
I've had people tell me that, like, I'm not meant for anyone. I'm so damaged. Like, okay, well, I think Thank that you. Thank you, pity you, party you, of one. <laughs> well, I mean, no, so, but, but look, some people are damaged regardless of, of whatever it is that damaged. got them there. Yeah. Well, that's, and that's what I told her. I was like, look, yeah. everyone's broken. If you don't think everyone's broken, you're crazy. There's some people are just good at putting the glue together and holding that shit together for a little while. But the first time you fall, you shatter again. You got to pick those pieces up and glue them back together again. Um, so I, I was kind of telling her that I was like, look, you know, you're 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 not, you know, not lovable because that's kind of what I got from that. Like, I'm just mm -hmm. not lovable and I'm broken and nothing ever works for me. And I have a bad picker. And I was like, OK, it, it, we all have to keep trying until we find that one. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and maybe, you know, some people aren't meant to, that's a, a, another reality that I would, would think that that is, maybe you're not going to find the one you're going to find the closest facsimile to that one. You know what I mean? Like, so wouldn't that, that be that, the one then? Sure. <laughs> that didn't but sound I, very. <laughs> uh, here's here's how I, this this is how this is why. Let's say you meet someone and you think they're the one, and it doesn't work out for whatever reason. And, and again, you're gonna say, "Well, they weren't the one." <laughs> so, but you know, we we all see people as the one and. I think that that, like I said before, some people are just meant to come into your life, show you something, open up another door and say, hey, maybe you should have been walking this way the whole time. Um, so I, I maybe that is just where we, we were talking about earlier, where people come into your life for whatever reasons. And when they move on, it's they're just meant to move on. Yeah, it doesn't mean that they weren't supposed to be there. I don't know. I have a, for me, soulmates is so much more intimate. Like it's, uh, and I don't mean sexually, because I, I look at, at my brother's friend that just passed away. Mm -hmm. My brother and he had been friends since the age of three. They were definitely soulmates. And I'm not trying to be weird or put any messed up spin on it. They were just each other's person that were there for everything and supported everything and 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 were they loved each other. Not, not that they showed it. I mean, because they were kind of, you know, smart asses with each other and, and mm -hmm. joked like that. But in the end and watching the end, because I, I watched that with my brother's friend, like the love that was there. It, it had no it had no boundaries. It just was what it was. We're I'm going to be here for you. You're going to be here for me. And they've been like they were like that their whole lives. And and I do see that as as a as a soulmate. You know, because they got yeah, each I, other through everything that's gone on in their lives since the age of three. Right. Well, and I think that that's there's. I mean, I have one of those. My best friend is, yeah. I, I would say he's my kindred spirit for sure. I mean, I've known him since the age of 13. We've been through everything. Uh, 
he was at my wedding. I was at his like there's and it's funny because as much as we're kindred spirits, we are polar opposites when it comes to some things. And I mean, mm-hmm. like very, very wide differences. So it just goes to show you that like, yeah, your kindred spirit doesn't have to be 100 percent. It has to be it has to be oh. what keeps you together. I have um, I have a friend that that I met when she and I were 18. Maybe she was 19. It was the first job, like adult job that I'd gotten. And she worked with me there. And it was an immediate connection. At first, she hated me. Like, but there was still that connection. She had hate, like she wanted to put <laughs> towards me. And then, you know, I started being me. And next thing I know, we were the best of friends, as close as can be, like could finish each other's sentences. She was my secret keeper. I was hers. Like we, we were idiots together. We did things that, that probably we should not have done with, you know, with each other being around and, and we laughed through the whole thing, but The point of that is every time I was with her, she made me happy or she made me feel safe or she there was just something about her that really um, was mine with her. Like it was a it was just a closeness that we had and the finishing each other's sentences and the worst stories we could come up with, the stupidest things we did, the most idiotic times in our lives that we spent, we spent laughing at each other. And I do believe that, I don't know, kindred spirit, soulmate, I do believe that she's one of those to me, even though we're not close anymore. um, Life has, you know, taken us down different paths, but as soon as we're back on the phone and it could be years in between phone calls, that, that energy, that love, that, that attraction, that, um, that friendship, it's right back there. And and I do believe she is definitely a soulmate, but not on a romantic level, on a, on a spiritual, like, this is my, this is one of my people that she was like a sister to me, but you mm-hmm. know, sisters fight. So I hate saying that it was a sister because we didn't fight. We, we would, I remember when I was getting engaged to my ex, she's like, what the hell is your problem? He's nothing like what your type is. I don't see you guys together. He's very different. Like she, she was really mad at me and gave me a hard time but then she was also the one that sat there at my wedding and was happy for us and and you know tried to understand where where I was coming from ultimately I guess she was right because it didn't work out but I don't know how long the that you know her saying that could even hold a candle to because we were together over 20 years so I don't know it but I do know the feeling the feeling the emotion when I'm with her is always the same i just want to like i want to make her laugh and i want to tell her everything and that's i don't know i think she's a soulmate i do think she's a soulmate there is no i don't know she's definitely a soulmate to me regardless of of time or distance Uh, i mean again well i think we all have several of those my north carolina Mm -hmm. friend is obviously my soulmate on a a lot of different levels like she's i've known her since i was 16 and and We've been through tons of different things and again, kept finding each other 
when we shouldn't have. Like mm-hmm. when there was no reason or just kind of went around the bend and it was like, oh, it's, she's back again. And then we, we would do our things and then I got married and then she got married and we did our things and then divorce came around and for some reason found each other again. And the last time I, you know, it was just kind of a weird thing out of nowhere. I had, a, you know, a dream with her in it and I was like, I haven't talked to her in a while and gave her a call. So it's like just weird things like that where, again, people, some people are just meant to be in your life on whatever level that is. Mm-hmm. I so. definitely agree with that. And so, I've, over the years, huh? I've felt it so many times that I have a hard time like coming up with there's just one person. Maybe there's one person that you're supposed to be with romantically, but I don't even see that. Depends on where you're at in your life and where they're at in their lives. Yeah, I agree with that, too. I think at some point, you know, because we change as humans as we go, that you maybe what you're looking for romantically changes as well. Or Mm -hmm. the level that that means, you know, where, you know, sexually is is obviously that's always going to be a a priority because I think we need that in our life. But where we balance that out of having more friendship than the romantic side to where they bundle together. It's obviously a bundle. And that, that's where the soulmate thing, I think, comes from, is that you, you, you do have that bundle of it being both, not just one. So I don't know. I, I think they exist M- myself. Um, For sure. Do we create them? I think at some points in our life, we probably miss the boat trying to make someone your, that you say, maybe this person's my soulmate. And then, you know, you want it to be so bad that you, you see them for more than they are. And then you have to step back and go, okay, well maybe it wasn't. And, and, we're going to move on to the next thing. But I, I definitely think that, that we have soulmates on, like you said, many different levels. So for me, yes, I, I would say they definitely, they definitely exist. Um, and, and like you said, I think having multiple kinds of soulmates, uh, I think that there's friendship and then there's a soulmate friendship to where it's, it's, it's a bond that you'll take, you know, Till the death, to mm-hmm. where no matter what it is, and no, like I said, even if you don't agree, there's gonna be times where you're like, "Fuck, hey, I know I don't agree with that shit." Like the my my two best friends that are in my text, we have a little uh, little text group, and I get texts from them all the time, and it's just me and two other guys. So I nicknamed you know on an on an iPhone, you can nickname the group. So no one jumped on it for a long time. It just had all of our names. So I'm like, cool. So I put fuckers and, <laughs> and, and they got back to me. They're like, why'd you name it that? And I was like, really? Like, <laughs> because we're all fuckers. And, and we've said things, like I said, it, it's, it's funny. Cause it's, it's, it's like almost like a, the beginning of a joke. It's uh you know, what do you get when you put a white guy, a black guy and a Mexican guy in a group together? <laughs> a whole lot of racist shit. 
they say right. horrible things to each other. Um, so I've been called every nickname for a white person you can think. Cracker, you know, whatever, <laughs> whatever, name it honky. I get called that kind of shit all the time. And worse. But but I know, oh I yeah, really. <laughs> My, w- one of them sends memes that me and my best friend both of us question who he is sometimes like we'll be like <laughs> really dude and and <laughs> he's just like what what and i'm like all right so you 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 look at people for what they are I, we both know that he's he likes to push the envelope he does his best to poke the bear if he knows mm-hmm. it'll offend you he will send worse shit the next time like what and and then we've had me and, and we've had to stop him a couple of times where we we're just like all right dude that that not that it passed a line cuz there's no line with us that's the best part but it was like bro like okay like for tonight let's stop <laughs> Midnight, there's midnight's a new day. Like you can, you can, you can follow it up afterwards. But you know, I I think that that the people in our lives who are soulmates, you should be able to offend, make people mad, and have the gumption enough to back it up and go. You know, you said this to me. Let's even the playing field because we belong. And that's for, for one, that is our group. We've, I've, we've been doing this group for, (laughs) I guess probably five years, five years, probably. Um, to the point where I I don't even, I, I have it up at the top of my message board. You you can't get rid of it. It never goes away because it's going to continue forever. And, with everybody that you think is a soulmate, you should find a way to, you know, communicate, stay close, stay yeah. close mend fences. That's the other thing. If you think that this person's that important, you have to find a way to mend fences because you're going to hurt someone's feelings or offend them at some point. And if they are that true person that you need to have in your life, you need to find a way to do it. And thankfully with these two yahoos, I, I'm sure I've offended him or said some shit to him and it it's never taken past. If someone says, dude, like it, it stops and we're good with each yeah. other and no one, no one passes that line again or until the next time you say something wrong and we'll call you out on it. <laughs> and I think that that's, that's the important part and you should do that in a relationship and a romantic side, definitely the same way. You can't sit next to each other silent for hours no. at a time and think that it's going to be okay. No. no. And and even if you go down that road, someone has to be the, the person that says, okay, why why are we sitting here quiet and are we going to continue to do this? Because it's just going to make things worse as you, you know, yeah. as you do it. But as for like romantic relationships, I definitely do believe in in a soulmate like there's there is 
maybe not just one, because I think we get caught up on one person. I, I think you could go down many different paths in your life and have many different people be significant and be close to you in, in your life. But as far as like a romantic soulmate, that person's supposed to to be your your protection, be your saving grace, you know, be the person that will show up and just be there to make sure you're okay. But it also should be somebody that fuels the fire and keeps you motivated and learning and captivated by the other person. You know, it's not a, in order to be a soulmate, you have to put everything out there so that they could put everything out there and you could love beyond boundaries and love beyond, well, if he would just do this, I, I could love him. It, it's not like that. You got to be able to love the person through all the crap, all the good, all the, all everything. You have to be able to be beyond that. And it's just mm -hmm. a part of who they are. It may stay, it may go, they may change it, they may not. But if you are truly in, in love with somebody and truly their soulmate, there's nothing they could say or do that's going to change that connection that you have with them. Mm -hmm. That view. You could get mad. You could be sad. You could go through whatever emotion, but in the end of all that, there's still that person. And Correct. I think that that, that does happen. And people do have that. And and I do believe that people strive to have that in their relationships, but they can only have that as much as they love themselves. Because if they don't love themselves, they're not going to be able to love on the level that they need to love a soulmate. I, I agree. And I think that that kind of entails everything. It It starts with you. And when you find the one, you should somewhat mold into each other absolutely and, and again like i said i i'm not one for that that uh true souls mending or meshing but there's definitely something on uh on such a high emotional level that you you don't not want to be around them maybe that's the better one it's like no matter no matter what, I can still go. Yeah, I got to be around him. So I would say that's a soulmate for me. Mm -hmm. The one person that is the it's the person that no matter what goes on, you always go. Yeah, I got to be around them. Mm -hmm. Well, there you go. Look at that. That's. Did we're, we just we push this off in like five minutes? Because it seemed like it was a five minute conversation. Yeah, we knocked that out pretty damn quickly. And I, and I think that we've we've showed that that at least in our eyes soulmates exist. Um maybe on a different level than some people see them. But uh again, it's an opinion show. <laughs> so uh yeah, I think we did good. Uh check us out on our, all our social medias because we want you to listen. You can check us out on Facebook and Instagram and probably more Twitter now that it's going to be free and you can say what you want. Uh, and then go to Apple and Amazon, Google and Spotify because Spotify is cool. You can follow us there, subscribe, whatever it says when you look us up. 
Hopefully soon we'll be doing video because I just heard that Spotify, you can upload video to it as well. So you can watch us and or oh, listen Jesus. in the car. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's all good. Yay. We're going to make it work. It's coming. <laughs> it's coming. Video's coming. I know Tina's Great. stressed out at me and giving me the, the eyeballs like, I don't want to do that. But we're going to. You, you know, I'm having a hard time with just hearing my voice and now you want to. You want to put me on a video. Yay me. Yeah. Now I want to, now I want to put your face on the internet for everyone to see. Yeah. It's like, come on, teen, you're my friend. Quit being a little bitch. Let's go. I know that's what you're saying. I get it. I get it. That's not what I'm saying. That's what I'm thinking. (laughs) But I I would, I would never say it out loud. But again, (laughs) I know you. (laughs) Yeah. So on that, um, Mm. thanks for being our soulmates. Keep coming back and listening. Any last words that you have, Miss Tina? Looking forward to next week, so keep listening. All righty. And on that, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. Keep coming back every Wednesday. Uh, We're lining up guests. We're going to have more people on here soon. And if you'd like to be a guest, hit us up on our socials because we would like to have you on as well. And until next Wednesday, we will see you then. Tina, it's been fun as always. You have a good night. You too. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye.